think, well, the first thing with networking is you just have to get comfortable being uncomfortable mm. because well you obviously got how many acceptances rejections i got and... two offers out of 13 so wow. it was a lot just because somebody else says just because i go to gym in the morning before work and before my nine to five doesn't mean that's going to be the best fit for you exactly. i think it's when you start to you know enjoy the kind of success of your hard work yeah. is where that's the kind of motivation for me it's like when i see okay everyone welcome back to a Mellis space podcast i am joined by the lovely sophia here she is an amazing black woman killing it in the corporate space right now she's into tech she does so much content on tiktok where she teaches people how to get into tech as well as like leveling up and building that confidence in the corporate space and i'm totally loving it so welcome to the podcast safi i'm Thank so excited you. to have you do you want to give a brief introduction to yourself um, yeah, so I'm Sophia. I'm a software developer degree apprentice. That's what everyone kind of takes me for. But other than that, I do the same as you said, content to kind of uplift everyone, make sure everyone knows about women in tech. And yes. yeah, just kind of show my personality a little bit. That's <laughs> amazing. So I really brought you into this space because as a fellow black woman, getting into the tech space in general is really hard. And it's not even that, it's quite male-dominated yeah. as well. So I wanted to kind of get your perspective on how you're kind of navigating that corporate working space, as well as your perspective on like networking, building yourself up in the corporate space, as well as your confidence and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to kind of jump onto this podcast and have this conversation with you. Um, so I think I really wanted to start off with like where did it all start so you had your a levels well you did your a levels mm -hmm. did you kind of know you wanted to get into an apprenticeship or was university not on the cards um so where was your headspace around that time so if i'm being so honest i was very very confused up until about maybe end of year 12 going into year 13 so where everyone had to kind of start doing UCAS that was where yeah. I was just a bit lost everybody else kind of knew oh I'm gonna be a doctor I'm gonna be a lawyer I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that but I didn't really have that I enjoyed my subjects I did STEM subjects yeah. I did physics chemistry and maths at the time oh, wow. and I enjoyed them yeah but I didn't feel like oh I'm absolutely passionate about this this is what I want to do okay so it was a lockdown and I was just kind of researching stuff and I was like okay an apprenticeship my sister mentioned it to me I did some research mm. and then the idea of kind of having the best of both worlds working, making it kind of link with my schoolwork, I thought, okay, perfect. Yeah. So that's why I went down that kind of direction. Oh, okay. So what was the process in getting an apprenticeship? Because it's a degree apprenticeship, yeah. right? So first of all, what is the difference between... An apprenticeship yeah, and, degree and apprenticeship. a degree apprenticeship? Okay. So a degree apprenticeship is just essentially you have a degree as well. So it's the oh, same okay. thing. So you work full time. But with an apprenticeship, sometimes it can be just a high-level qualification, but it's not equivalent to a degree. Okay. But when it's a degree apprenticeship, it's equivalent to a full bachelor's. So you would get like certificate, your graduation the same way. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so it's the same it's kind the of same concept. Thing. Yeah. What was the process like? Was it competitive to yeah. like really? Yeah. I remember like watching a video and you was going through your job applications and was it something like 11 I did job? 13, 12. I think I counted 12, but I think it's 13 applications. You did 13? 13 applications mm. and out of that well well you obviously got how many acceptances rejections i got two offers out of 13 so wow. it was a lot it's but a lot surprisingly process. people have done a lot more but i'm very much on like quality over quantity i felt like all 12 all 13 of those applications was something i was proud of i felt like i put in work for that yeah. so 
it kind of showed in the, the kind of process of it sense. yeah yeah that is so interesting because i know for example when i was doing job searching a couple months ago I was getting a lot of rejections. Like I would get mm. through the application process and that's fine. But when it comes to the interview, that's when the rejections start coming in. And what I found really interesting is in one of your videos, you was like, I am confident that I'm gonna get this job. Mm. So that is like an amazing mindset to have. So my question to you is like, how, why were you in that mindset and how did it help you? actually Achieve. like you manifested that mm-hmm. job because a lot of women out there that rejection will kind of knock them, them down knock them. yeah it will yeah. knock them down self-doubt will start coming in mm-hmm. did you experience those kind of feelings i think i definitely did because my to those two offers that i got were the last two i had left so i was literally oh. on the, the i was thinking yeah <laughs> university it is i'm coming yeah. like let me find my accommodation yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was ready to like give up because yeah. i just thought well like i've done so many applications but I think it was the idea of speaking to everyone and everyone kind of just really downplay themselves and say, okay. like, they just don't really have that level of, you know, I'm it and yeah. no one else is going to stand up for you the way you will for yourself. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to be confident in the fact that, you know, I have a lot to bring, a lot to offer. I had a lot to learn at the time because mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, very strong in tech at the time. I didn't have a strong technical background like a lot of other people. But I just thought, no, like, I'm here to learn. And if I show yeah. that eagerness and I show up for myself, they can probably see that shine through. That's, that's such an amazing... So in the job application process how did because you didn't have the tech background was the applications quite techy how did you navigate no so i specifically kind of... targeted ones that didn't require a strong technical background right. but there was always still like a technical interview so with apprenticeships in general there's a very layered recruitment process so it's okay. it's the same as kind of applying for a job but it's the added you know assess networking events net yeah. assessment centers and then back-to-back interviews like it's very very tedious but yeah so you've obviously had you've done about 13 job applications and then you went through the interview process so you've got quite a lot of experience in terms of applying for jobs and interview tips so Mm -hmm. what would you say is like the the go-to interview tips that you that actually made you get the job that you did at the end first things first make it a conversation don't Mm -hmm. go in with the mindset of i'm gonna be like brutally examined or something no like they're here to have a conversation with you they want to know you're a person yeah. as much as they want all these skills and everything it's yeah have a conversation don't overthink it too much because i know my first interview if you compare my first interviews to my last interviews i feel like yeah i understand why you rejected me yeah because <laughs> i was very i was very much sounding robotic i was uh, sounding like okay what, what did i say next to my notes what did i write in my notepad yeah, like yeah it's important to make sure it's a conversation mm. bring yourself bring your personality i think that's easier said than done of but course yeah yeah, like no one else is gonna come as you. So come as you. Like, exactly, you do. I mean, I think when I was going through a lot of job interviews, too, you're absolutely right. I think personality mm. plays a big part, and also I realised too when you do a lot of job interviews, majority of the time they want to see if you fit into the team. Yeah, yeah, they want to see like if your personality can fit with the wider aspect. So I would definitely agree. With, come, come with yourself. Come with your personality. And have a conversation with the person Mm -hmm. that you're having the interview with because you actually stand out more. Yeah, definitely. So I definitely agree. Even, mm -hmm. oh, so even um, like just the small things as like body language, eye contact, make sure you're really engaged. And I think as well, a big thing when I 
started doing interviews was that I would forget to really listen to what the, the interviewee is saying to me in response to my answers. Because sometimes you're kind of wrapped up in, okay, what's the next question? What's the next question? Yeah. And not really listening. And they obviously really appreciate when you can kind of give them a question yeah. that's specific and catered to them, not like, oh, what do you do on a day-to-day? Your job, like, how would I, you know, the, the kind of generic, have a different <laughs> question. And I think yeah. my main feedback that I got that I was actually quite happy with was that I asked really good questions. And that's I think good. that's the, that's that makes you stand out. They yeah. will go back and say, oh, she asked really good questions yeah exactly do you ask for feedback after your interviews so I think it was the first few where I didn't really get too far into the interview stages so I only got to the final interview stages of five of those out of 13 so those first few it was like a we're 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 oversubscribed like we're not even gonna look kind of thing so those ones I didn't but when I got further down the lines the three that I got rejected from I did ask for feedback okay and were there like open to be giving you feedback what kind of feedback yeah so two of them didn't give me feedback I'm guessing they were just really busy yeah yeah (laughs) but one of them they did give me feedback and it was just kind of the general no um you did really well but other applicants had more to offer kind of thing Mm, so mm. it wasn't really too specific it wasn't really what I was looking for but I appreciated the response yeah yeah so how did you handle these rejections because obviously personally for me I Mm. remember once I went for a job interview and I went to the final stage and I walked out thinking I'm going to get a job. I even called my boy and I'm like, I got the job. I already know. And this was on like a Friday. Mm -hmm. So they didn't get back to me on the Tuesday. And you know when they get back to you on email, you know already you did the thing. Yeah, you you just just didn't. You know you didn't get the job. It's when you get the no-caller ID or the odd number, you're like... "Mm." Yeah, you know you got the job when Mm. you get a phone call. So I saw the email and I was at work at the time and I literally ran to the bathroom and I broke down and I cried. Because I was like... I thought I got in and mm. I gave that interview Your all. my all. So I was like, what else can I, do I have to offer? Mm-hmm. It's like you get a feeling of self-worthlessness. Yeah. And it's like you start to question yourself. Question yourself yeah. Like, am I actually good enough? If I didn't get this and I gave it my all, what mm. else can I do? And obviously you went that, you went through that quite a lot of times. So how did you handle that rejection? I think it was just the idea that I just felt like, no, I'm going to get this. I just kept trying to think, no, positivity, positivity, positivity. It's like, it's all in God's timing. Just be patient with it. And yeah, I just, I just kind of kept hopeful really. And the idea for me was that it was just, I just felt like there was no other choice. This was what I was doing full stop. So it was like, just keeping with that mentality and also just self-reflecting as well, trying to find out in the interview where, so you know, sometimes when you're in your interview and you say, and like you say something and you know, that was a good sentence. Like that was amazing. Well done. Exactly. Well done to me, (laughs) like that was amazing. So Yeah. yeah, it's just knowing that, okay, this moment I kind of, I hesitated a bit. I didn't yeah. really know how to like what to say. So it's just kind of learning from your own mistakes and getting better as you go on. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I think too, the fact that you ask for feedback is really good. A lot of people don't do that. Mm. And learning from your mistakes too. And also when you finish an interview, like you would always think, yeah, you've done well, but try and reflect back on it. Yeah. And if you did get that rejection, there's always ways you can be 1% better. Yeah, So absolutely. Um, that's one advice that I would give too, is think of ways where whatever you can do, how can you make it better by 1%? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing I would say too. So on the topic of being confident, um, I know you two make a lot of content mm-hmm. on social media about how to be confident in more of a corporate workspace and I think it's really important because as a black woman sometimes confidence can come across as like 
attitude mm. or as oh we think we know we're it too all, big, yeah. or that we're too big so how do you kind of navigate that um in a corporate workspace so i mean for me it's the same thing just just kind of showing up as yourself and i know for me I think the first week I came all out, okay, yeah. I came as myself. Like, okay, I like the whole corporate dressing. I like to dress up. That's how I feel comfortable. So that's how I came. But then everybody else, especially being in tech, it's male dominated and people can be quite introverted and they'd rather kind of be in more of a relaxed vibe. Mm. So I did feel quite out of place. But mm. yeah, then the week after I downplayed myself, I was trying to be comfy with the, with the gang. Yeah, <laughs> I, was to, yeah. I was trying to fit in and I didn't feel comfortable. I wasn't yeah. feeling my best. So then yeah. I just went back to it. And I was like, no, like I actually feel good when I dress up. It makes me feel good. It makes yeah. me feel productive. And that's probably the one thing that I will always get. Like, oh, Saf, you're always well dressed, always well put together. That's and I good. think that's a nice compliment. It's yeah. something I want to be remembered by. And I think that almost became like a conversation starter with people. So yeah, I think I used it to my advantage. And I think as well, being in tech, and like you said, being a woman of yeah. color, there's almost more pressure to perform. But as well, being in my position, it's like I'm a, I'm in a learning position and I felt like I had to kind of downplay myself a little bit mm. because I'm learning. I shouldn't be so loud and, you know, mm. all out of the outfits and stuff. But that's how I feel my best. So that's yes. how I come. Yeah. And I think it's very important to remember that, you know, just because you come a certain way, just because you look good, that shouldn't be a measure of your intelligence and yeah. what you have to bring and offer and the value you have add to yeah. your team. I completely agree. One thing that I find interesting is that I come from a corporate space too, but if, for example, a black woman goes into work not looking their best, for example, the way a white person will come into work looking like, I wouldn't want to say the word scruffy, but not, <laughs> what's, the, what's um, the right word to say? A not little bit. As, um, like chilled. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah very, let's very chilled. chilled. chilled yeah, vibe. very chilled, mm-hmm. but... If a black woman comes in, for example, a black woman can't come into work with a natural hair messy bun because we don't have messy that is, sort of our messy it's looking bun. Like we've gone through a lot. It's like we look like we've gone through a lot, and then some people might question, "Are, are you okay? Did yeah, you get it's like, are you well? Are, are you, you sick? well? Do you, you need to go sick? home?" <laughs> exactly. So I understand that when you go to work, you want to show up as your best selves because sometimes we can't really show up as mm. that. Sometimes we just want to be chilled, or we just want to mm. come into work just looking. Like yeah, we haven't put an exactly. effort because when we don't, when we start to do that, we get questions like, "Are you sick? Yeah, are you alright? Yeah, are you yeah. alright? I you think know what I mean it's a bit it's yeah, weird it's on, that. yeah because you can't really win with that as well. And I think it's it's funny because although like I do come very dressed up to work, yeah. there are there are days when I come really comfy. I'm, yeah, like it's whatever I'm feeling. Yeah, but yeah you will get an odd stare or like someone will think okay mm. <laughs> i need to pull her aside to see yeah. if she's okay yeah, <laughs> something like that. but even that. then like i think it's okay to want to be chill at work i yeah, think whatever makes you be. comfortable because i know some people aren't feeling the hills some exactly. people aren't feeling it and that's yeah. okay but it's just yeah just making sure that you know in yourself that you're comfortable don't let anybody else make you feel small yeah exactly that's very interesting on the topic of like navigating corporate working space mm. is this your it's your first time right in the corporate yeah how do you job. find it like navigating it like i said it is a quite male dominated industry Filled, yeah. we've got to mention you're actually in software development isn't it oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're actually <laughs> in software, software development. development um it is quite male heavily dominated how have you find just being in corporate in general um oh where do i start yeah. <laughs> corporate in general i mean at first it was very overwhelming because you know you're just seeing the seats you're seeing all the everything's glass and, and pretty and prim yeah. and you just kind of feel like you've just come from you know your little school setting and it's just it's a very very big shift but i think 
everyone is very welcoming. That's for starters. That's With good. me and my team personally, um, I don't think I've said, but I'm in processing automations, which is like global techs in my yeah. investment bank. So yeah, there's a lot of finance conversations going yeah. on. We manage liquidity specifically as well. So there's a lot of big conversations going on, but it's just reminding yourself to not feel timid about that. Not asking the stupid questions will it will trip you up. Just yeah, ask the stupid questions. Ask the question. You might think they're stupid, but they're a valid question yeah. because you don't know what's going on. So it was just asking the stupid questions, getting over the kind of, you know, what is it called again? The... Which one? <laughs> imposter syndrome. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> getting imposter over the imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yes. Yeah. And just being conversational. Literally. Yeah. literally. I think... I think, what was it? One of my first proper corporate meetings as well, I was very, very nervous for. And it was like my first proper code walkthrough. Um, and it was quite like a long one. It was tedious. And yeah. I, if I'm being so honest, it was the most boring meeting. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the most boring meeting I've ever experienced. But it had to be done. Like, it was, to be done. Like with code, yeah. it's either going to really run, run smoothly or you're going to be stuck on a bug and the whole team stuck on that bug yeah. for x Hours. amount of time yeah and yeah. it's gonna be long it's gonna be tedious it's not fun but obviously i just started so i'm trying to have a good impression i want everyone to think you know she was listening yeah. she was actively you know following the instructions you yeah. know I was, I was trying to be really you know put my foot forward yeah. so it came to the end of the meeting and bear in mind i do hybrid working so i was working okay. from home that day and all i could think in my mind was it was about 4 p.m as well so i was like leaning to you know five time to laptop go. to shut <laughs> yeah. you know in my head i'm eyeing my bed like i just wouldn't be in bed right now yeah and then it came to the end of the meeting and everyone was kind of saying, oh, goodbye, goodbye. And I went and paused and stopped. And I was like, I think I said something along the lines of, oh, that was so interesting. Thank you so much. Like, oh. I, I went with all sorts. And yeah. then I just thought, oh, why did I say that? Like, yeah. it was not interesting. I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> it was long. And then I think someone someone said something funny, like, um, thanks for lying, Sophia, and saying... <laughs> Someone put me straight in my place. Someone put you in your place. Yeah, they were like, thank you so much for lying, Sophia, and saying this was interesting. I was like, okay. no, but don't worry. They said it in like a comical. Like, yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. The way the whole team, we all just started laughing. And I just realized <laughs> from then, like, yeah, I'm not putting an act anymore. When yeah. I say bye next time, I'm going to say bye, guys. I'm going to jump in bed. Like, exactly. See you. Yeah, you have to be honest with yourself. I think, too, like, just being a woman in general, we, it's like we kind of have to prove ourselves mm. more than, like, our counterparts and as especially as a black woman too it's like we have to prove ourselves times two times two yeah so i'll completely understand i mean i've sat in meetings where i pretended to understand what's going <laughs> on and I, in my head i'm thinking i don't know what you're talking about and i'm just talking like it's it's embarrassing because when you think about it, it's like why do you have to do that because when you just show up as your normal self it's more like natural yeah and you don't overthink anything because you're just like yeah I, I did my, my thing exactly, you know what i mean I did my thing, so <laughs> I completely understand. So you're very lucky in the sense where your first corporate job, like the settings has been mm. very good. It's been relaxing. Yeah. So yeah. watching your content on TikTok too, like your content is amazing. Thank it's very you. Inspiring. And yours. Thank you. <laughs> I see that you like to set routines. You go to the gym in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then obviously you go to work, you come back and you make content. How do you kind of manage all of that? Because in these days, everybody wants to like make content, mm -hmm. build a personal brand like we're doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. How are you managing that? And how does having a routine help you become the woman that you want to be? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I can't really speak to, to, like I can't speak from like a long time because I don't think I've even really perfected it myself. Mm. I feel like I'm still working on it all the mm. time. But I know for me, it's just literally as simple as doing things that work best with your schedule and your routine. I think, yeah. I read a book recently, I think Atomic Habits, everyone's read that almost. Yeah, yeah. that book. <laughs> that yeah. was like, you can't develop popular habits 
just because they're popular. Yeah, You've true. got to make sure they're catered to you. And I think just because somebody else says, just because I go to gym in the morning before work and before my nine to five doesn't mean that's gonna be the best fit for you. Exactly. And I think trying to, you know, adopt somebody else's complete schedule and routine will be your downfall. It's important to make sure that it works with you because mm. you will stick to it if it with works your for lifestyle, you. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Yeah. So for me, schedules re- do really work. And I have different schedules. Like, summer's a schedule, winter's a schedule. Like, summer's very, I want to be outside. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> there's no early gym sessions. Yeah. I'm sleeping as much as possible because yeah. I'm going to be out in the evening. Whereas winter, it's like, I'm trying to be in bed by, by six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be outside. Exactly. It's, it's too cold. cold. Yeah. yeah it's, cold. it's too cold. Yeah. So I want to be in bed tucked away. So it's like, okay, we're going we're gonna, to you know, deal with it in the morning, go to the gym in the morning. But yeah, it's all about just literally consistency and going with what fits with you and what makes you feel your yeah, best self. Yeah, that's great. So in that sense, when it comes to consistency, what really, you got the schedules, um, mm. but build, have you had to build like really healthy habits in order to get you to start being consistent? Because I know, for example, I find it very hard mm-hmm. to even go to the gym once a week yeah. and to even just be consistent I know there's a lot of women out there that would so what's kind of helped you get into that motion of, of things, consistency yeah, yeah I think I think it's when you start to you know enjoy the kind of success of your hard work yeah. is where that's the kind of motivation for me it's like when I see okay I did really well in this content and it's not really about oh said amount of people mm. think I did well with this content. I know I did well with that content. Yeah. I feel like that editing was on point. on point. So it's like the little things that you start to notice in yourself and the progress, like waking up going to the gym, gym is a big thing for me. It's one of my priorities. So when I see that progress in myself, it keeps me going. It keep, yeah. keeps me kind of at it. And yeah, it's just it's just discipline, honestly, because no one really wants to wake up and go to the gym at six. Like it's freezing in the yeah, morning too. Cold. Like it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. It's, yeah, it's cold. Like yeah. no one wants to be doing yeah. that. But it's the tough things and kind of getting through it and doing the mundane tasks that will get you where you want to be. Yeah. And it's easy to say like, oh, you know, oh, you're doing a lot, you're doing too much. But doing that a lot and doing that too much is getting me to where I need to be. Exactly. I really like that. So it's basically you're envisioning yourself, like your end goal end for goal, that yeah. season. And whatever it takes to get you there you're just gonna have to kind of suck it up and get with it yeah that's true i need to suck it up if i'm honest with you sometimes no 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 but at the same time it's not it's not a thing where you can't give yourself that that time to chill i think i i forget to do that sometimes like you know when you don't you you'll be thinking when was the last time i did nothing like i don't know it's like you need to remember no balance like don't be stressing yourself out chill out out it's not that serious yeah Yeah, like life is life at the end of the day as well so yeah and I think you mentioned about um kind of making time for content and making time to yeah so how do you kind of you know do that all together because there's a lot you you go to the gym then you do your nine to five then you come and make content mm-hmm. then obviously you've got family friends everything how are you kind of juggling all juggling. that together i think well first thing is knowing when to say no mm. i think as a woman as well you can sometimes be a little bit soft to it because you just don't want to yeah. kind of let people down but no say no yeah say no if it doesn't fit with your schedule sorry say no no yeah. yeah and just kind of having a balance with you know you need to get this done this day so I sometimes do like a, like I'll sacrifice certain things on days because I know my next day is going to be really busy. So okay. if I think I'm going to be really overwhelmed on Tuesday, Monday from that whole afternoon, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So I can prepare to be overwhelmed on Tuesday. On Tuesday yeah. <laughs> like it's just that kind of having a little balance. Yeah. I'm not, I do stick to routines like in the sense that, you know, I'll wake up and go to the gym and I'll go to my nine to five. But sometimes I will have to shift things throughout the day and I'll have like a day plan because yeah. 
there's just so much going on there is. but again if you really want to you'll make time for it yeah i think that's really interesting because um i, I think well i know i'm a busy person mm. but i like the idea that if you know you're gonna be busy on one day maybe the day before make it more chilled and I, w- I was definitely experiencing that yesterday when i was like oh my gosh there's so much to do then today we're jumping on the podcast and then tonight Pack i'm packing holiday <laughs> and it's like where is the time to actually rest and then mm. when you are resting it's like you can't even because you're just so like thinking about what you have to do what next. you have to yeah. do next. so i definitely agree with that it's probably you scheduling your day and also stop being like people pleasers because yeah. I am definitely a people pleaser like, yeah. I feel like this is a therapy session yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into like, it <laughs> let's get into it yeah I am definitely a people pleaser sometimes I don't really say mm. no because maybe it's like more underlaying like it's just the idea of like if it were you it's like you wouldn't want someone to say no to you so I exactly. think it comes from that yeah. you just want to you know yeah and it's probably a sense that oh you want people to like you and if you say no they probably mm. won't like you and that's not true. Yeah, yeah exactly. It and true, it so. also, it like, it trans, like, trans, what's the word? Trans, I was going to say it transfusion. No, not a transfusion. <laughs> it transpires into, I think yeah, trans, yeah. Transpires, it transpires yeah. into work as well because if you yeah. can't put your foot down, Gary's going to give you more work to Honestly, do. <laughs> like, yeah, you are going to get, yeah, like, you're going to have, yeah. Sometimes you do need to be like, a no, bit stern with it, yeah. I can't do this right now or just like, just be direct. Yeah, no, I've, I've learned that as well. Like, yeah. with my manager and doing an apprenticeship is, you would assume that, you know, they have kind of, a schedule for you and you have set things to do but sometimes you know your manager's so busy he yeah. doesn't really have time to see you so sometimes I've had no work to do yeah. and I've had to sit there and, and create some slides and say no I've not done this for this amount of weeks I need to do this to tick off this requirement mm-hmm. and this is what I need to do next yeah. and they appreciate it more because they think oh she's really taking control yeah, here yeah like you're doing good time management yeah it's so important so yeah. I think too a lot of black women will be like if you especially in the work corporate setting mm. if you say no some people might see it like, mm, like, what do you mean no? Like, mm. we're meant to have this yes, can do yeah. attitude. Yeah, like, I'm a multitasking, so exactly powerful. Say yes to everything, but then when you're burnt out, this, you're still going to get, like, side-eyed. So much. Yeah, <laughs> like, why she is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think, too, in a, in a corporate work setting, I think as long as you set your boundaries mm. in a way that is not seen as... Um, What's the word that I'm looking for? Not malicious, like not yeah, coming across in a malicious way. Yeah, yeah in a if tone. you set those boundaries right at the get go in the beginning, mm. I think your work life will be a lot easier. So much better, yeah. When it comes to saying no, because if you're starting to feel overwhelmed and you're getting a lot of work put onto you, sometimes you have to look at yourself and be like, "Did I make this happen?" And maybe at the beginning, mm. did I say yes too, too much? much? Did I not yeah, set those and that sets the tone. And so you need to make sure you. Exactly. Mm. It's like when you're dating somebody, you're dating a guy and they give you all of this at the beginning and then it's coming towards the end of the year and then you're not getting that same You're treatment. getting pebbles. You're getting this. It's like, well, you set the tone at the beginning. That's the expectation. You need to maintain that. that. And now yeah. you have to maintain it. So in the kind of in the work setting, you kind of have to be the same. Set the boundaries at the beginning yeah. and it will then be maintained going throughout. So I definitely agree with that. How old are you? You're I'm 20. 21. 21. Oh, so you just touched 20s. Oh, so that's nice. How do you find navigating your 20s? Because I'm 20, I'm going to be 27. Mm-hmm. 
Friday, I think. <laughs> Friday. Or oh, the 8th. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, happy birthday in advance. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what day. Oh, makes sense for Zanzibar. Okay. Exactly, for Zanzibar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how have you find, like, now entering into your 20s and it's like you're, you've dove, like you've dove straight into, like, yeah. working and you're growing so fast. I feel like in your 20s, you're at your prime mm-hmm. because you can do so much. So, it's very exciting. How have you found that so far? Good, yeah. good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Especially working, it's like I have the means to enjoy as well. Yeah, so, exactly. that's nice. Making good connections with people mm. and making good friends. I think making friends in the 20s is hard. Oh, Let's start there. Making good friends. Good friends, genuine yeah. friends as well, real people. Yeah. But the f- people that you do kind of really click with, I really hold on to them and oh, I really nice. appreciate them. And that's that's probably the best part. Like, you, I really do cherish all my friendships. That's good. And I hope they cherish me too. Yeah, <laughs> I found it hard to maintain friendships. Like, you um, meet somebody new, but actually maintain that relationship. Oh, with someone new that I've, yeah. that I've made friends with? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm finding it um well. I think it's like when it's a mutual, you know, you really feel like, okay, this is yeah. a really good friendship. It's something we can grow on. You kind of have fun together. It's a good kind of balance. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm able to maintain That's my friendships really right now. You touched on like building connections and I know you go to like a lot of networking, networking events. events. And I, I do go to a lot of networking events. I try to go to at least once a month. Um, but you made a very interesting video it was like what a lot of people do wrong when they go to networking events mm-hmm. and they don't big themselves up yeah, yeah and, I, and I completely get what you mean because when I first started going in uni I used to just be like I'm a uni student Mm, yeah, I'm there's just nothing easy. else yeah. to me at that yeah. point. So, what advice would you give to like people that want to start networking, building more connections? Mm-hmm. And um, the second part of the question is, what success have you seen networking, networking and actually meeting new people in your corporate life? Yeah, definitely. I think well, the first thing with networking is you just have to get comfortable being uncomfortable mm. because you're not going to feel comfortable. You're in a room full of people that are going to make you feel a little bit intimidated. They're yeah. all very successful. It does make you question yourself, like, why am I not on the level yet? Yeah. But that's the point of you being there. You're yeah. there to grow from everyone else and gain that knowledge and build those connections. So you're not going to be comfortable at first because you feel out of place, but that's the point. That's you need the to, point. Yeah, yeah, you have to continue to feel like that to start to feel comfortable. Yeah. It's the same as when you go to the gym at first, you'll literally have gym anxiety and then you start rolling, I start rolling up in my Uggs. Like, yeah. I start rolling up in my, my nightgowns. <laughs> like, no I, one cares. No one Someone's cares. Looking. Honestly, so it's that kind of mentality. So that's what I'd say for people trying to get into networking events and also stay in touch with people that go to them because they will advertise them. I think people also struggle with finding them, but honestly, simple websites like Eventbrite. Oh, Eventbrite is so good. Yeah, that one is a, yeah, yeah, like so many different things. There's one called Meetup or something. Yeah, yeah, and it's a bit more of a casual, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. I think it's very, yeah, very important to do that and. Yeah, yeah, that's the showing up. Exactly. And then as for um, kind of results I've received from networking, I mean, I feel like I've only really been in my kind of like networking bag, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> networking <laughs> bag as of recent because, yeah. yeah, sometimes it gets busy with work. I just don't it have does, the time. And does. networking events, let's be honest, they're a bit draining. They are. A little bit. And it's like after six o'clock and then this finishes at ten and you're just like, please. Like, yeah, I had a nine to five. Is, I have a nine to five. It, <laughs> it definitely is a bit draining. That's why I try to like maybe once or twice. Yeah, I think you yeah. can, you can, yeah, double you it in there. Of, yeah. mm. But I would say you can definitely get so much success just meeting and talking. Yeah. So, for example, we met online. You On, know exactly, I mean? exactly. Just building your 
like you know when they say your network is your network it is it really 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 is is. and as black women we really need to be building our network there's Mm -hmm. so many opportunities out there if you just send a dm or if you just like tap somebody's shoulder and just obviously you're not in the street but like (laughs) like, you know what i mean in a networking event just tap and just ask them like what do you do because most times like you can kind of collaborate exactly i think it's just kind of being stuck in your head thinking that you know someone might think you're weird for kind of reaching out or you know you just have to get out of your head it's not not worth it a lot of it is is not true and i think there's so much value in collaborating and mm. working with other people i remember i went to a networking event i think a month ago and i met like somebody high up you know barclays the bank mm, okay. somebody high up and she was offering me her studio space for free oh, her see. equipment for free it was just the timings that didn't work that we couldn't do mm. it but just by having that conversation that is a resource that i can go to yeah. in the future so it's just so like there's so, so much many. value yeah, in it definitely. and I'm sure you've seen it too same yeah, yeah exactly. exactly so um definitely network more yeah, <laughs> people honestly. out there listening <laughs> definitely network more because just I can't even there's tell so you. many places like I think even for me the biggest thing I'd say is ever since I've started making content and making content consistently just people will reach out and they'll have the most loveliest things to say yeah. and they'll they'll they're willing to give you opportunities because they just think oh that you'll be a perfect fit yeah. and if you never put yourself forward you will never know you, never you know, know you would never have these yeah. opportunities i would never be here kind exactly. of thing like yeah, there's so many different true. things i wouldn't be at you know where like going to these events and people telling me oh you should really come because you would yeah. be a great fit it's, yeah. it's the small things exactly and plus it just what happens to when somebody remembers you from a networking event, they can mm. then go on to somebody back, oh, I actually know Sophia, she does she, this, this yeah, and exactly. that. And they become your advocates. And then that's how you get like so many opportunities mm. come through because people are now advocating for you. Definitely. So oh, I can't even like, yeah, you know, it's I can talk network. about networking <laughs> and talking to other people for days, but definitely like, network. it's like the prime thing to do. It's actually a dilemma that somebody sent to me. So okay. it was actually somebody that follows you. Okay. And she wanted to ask you a question. Her name is Jessica. Um, okay. So this this was her dilemma. <laughs> I've been riding this job application roller coaster, landing a few interviews, applying to more than 10 jobs a day. But I'm finding myself face-to-face with rejection every single time. It's really tough. Each email is starting with, unfortunately, we haven't taken your application further. And I can't shake the feeling of being overlooked and undervalued. The self-doubt is starting to creep in, making me question my worth and abilities. Why does it seem like others have cracked the code while I'm still stuck in this cycle of rejection? How do I not let the feeling of self-worthlessness or the fear of rejection not stop me from applying to jobs anymore? Okay. I've definitely been there. Yeah, we've, we've all been there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. I think, um, what's yeah. her name? Je- Jessica? Jessica? Jessica. Well, firstly, well, the fact that she's writing that is already a start. She's yeah. trying to kind of get it together. I'd say, I mean, I think the first thing that stuck out to me was when she said... Um, um, Which one? Um, application like, part? Like she feels like someone, everyone's cracked the code. Yeah, that others have cracked the code whilst I'm stuck in this cycle of rejection. In this cycle of rejection. Firstly, even I, no one's cracked the code. Like yeah. even people that I work with on a day to day, no one. <laughs> to some extent, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, like I'll be in the office yeah. and everyone's confused. Like no one knows what's going on. So no one's ever cracked a code. Yeah. It's just a case of 
taking it as redirection, you, that just wasn't the place for you. Yeah. And it's hard to hear because I can hear, you know, you're trying, you're trying, you're doing a lot of applications, but it's the not giving up. Yeah. You need to just keep doing it. There's, there's no option. You there's have no to keep, option. Yeah, yeah, you have to keep doing it. And when you find that place for you, it will be at the right time for you and it will come at the right time mm. and it will be your pick, pick me up. Mm. And I think, yeah. I definitely agree. And I think to one advice that I would give is, it's good that you are recognizing the feelings that you have. Mm. So for example, when I um, didn't get the job that I really wanted, I did cry, mm. but I gave myself that time to cry. And then you have to pick yourself back up again because mm. bills have to be paid. And then <laughs> they, like, yeah. Things have to be paid for. And the reality is, is you're not going to not have a job in your life do you know what yeah. I mean like at the end of the like at the end of it you are going to have the job yeah. but you just need to pick yourself back up like you said and you have to keep applying and from every what I what really helped me is with every job application that I applied to my CV was different so yeah. I didn't have one CV I had like I can't even tell you how many CVs I have, you know. I one think I had 13. I'm a project manager, I'm a digital marketing. <laughs> and like, I, I can tell you all the titles that I've had. So, like, literally, you need to, like, adjust your CV to... To fit every, that application. To fit yeah. that application. Mm-hmm. Um, and these days, there's things like chat GPT. So, I'm not saying, like, copy and paste a CV because that's the incorrect way to mm. do it. I What I try to do is I copy and paste the job description into chat GPT and I, I give it, like, a prompt. So mm-hmm. I might ask it, out of this job description, what are the five main things that yeah, they are exactly. looking Highlight for? Yeah, exactly. Highlight this. Highlight and then the you five. Can... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I put those five main things into my CV, but I reword it. But make it in a way where you've actually, like, done it. You've got experience. You've adapted it. Yeah. Obviously, exactly. don't. The chat will sometimes say something that doesn't completely match. Exactly. But you can... You can just kind of get it, it to just yeah, tweak it to make fit. it fit your exactly, circumstances. Exactly, your experience, your circumstances, your situation. Mm. Um, and then once you get that, that's what you use to apply for these jobs. I think a lot of people just, some, I'm not saying that Jessica maybe has been lazy because we don't know like your personal circumstances or whatever, but just be more proactive and try and find different ways to apply for jobs. Another thing that I was doing too is I went straight to the job um, the, like the person that posted the job on t- on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's a, that's another good thing. And I started conversations with them. Mm-hmm. If they don't reply, fine, fair enough. Find another way. Find but you try. You, you try. You're going for find it. Find yeah. somebody else in their team. There's so many ways where you can get your foot in the door. But I mm-hmm. think the main thing is is your mindset because mm-hmm. um, you're already saying things like you like self-doubt is starting to creep in the feeling of worthlessness yeah and all of these are normal if you're you're facing rejection all the time but it's about like i keep saying you need to find a way to navigate through that definitely and like bills has to be paid at the end of the (laughs) day exactly you need you're going to get the job so however you get it you just find more creative ways Mm -hmm. to actually land that job that's what I would say. Would you have anything else to add? No, I think me? what you mentioned about allowing yourself to kind of grieve it is important yeah. because, yeah, you put your work in, let yourself feel that pain because yeah, we've all been grief. there. When I had yeah. my rejection from the last couple I had left, I was sad yeah. as hell because oh. it's so, it's, said, it's such a knot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've dropped so much gems. Thank it's been you. so nice to learn from you and to have this conversation with yourself. So I'm so thankful and I can't wait to see what else you're going to do in the future <laughs> and all the lovely content that you're putting out there and also for you to come back to Melissa and hopefully we can work more yeah, together definitely. in the future I'm so down because I want to be holding like events live events and everything mm-hmm. so 
it will be an honor to have you there thank you. so thank you so much i want to say thank you as well for having me thank i really you. appreciate you having me on here <laughs> and i hope we can grow together as oh yeah women yeah in this kind of industry and really kind of dominate yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in oh, it these streets yeah. <laughs> but yeah definitely i can't wait to see like what you what you have next yeah and what, what we can do to together come, yeah. yeah so thank you so much thank you <laughs>